Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, and it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Drink a Beer Day. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start <laughs> off the right way with a nice little breakfast beer. There's nothing like a breakfast beer. It's very, very similar to a shower beer. I mean, a breakfast beer and cold pizza is the breakfast of champions. It's the best way to start off a day. No matter no matter what you have planned for that day, a nice, cold, frothy beer and some leftover pepperoni pizza is the ultimate breakfast of champions. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not bad. I'll say that. It uh, can't be beat. It can't be beat. Today is also National Strawberry Cream Pie Day. Uh, is strawberry your favorite type of cream pie? No, it's definitely not. And it's the other cream pie is very very hard to beat too. Um, so I'll just say that. I'm a, I'm a massive fan of anything strawberry. That that is how sweets get me. If it's strawberry flavored, if it's strawberry flavored, I I will almost try any type of sweet. Uh, a cupcake, a cake, even a donut. Um, I'm a big fan of strawberry flavoring. Yeah, I just I'm not a big fan of the strawberry flavor for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got uh, it. I got. It. I I love me some some other strawberry stuff but when it comes to the strawberry cream pie no no that's how i am with orange flavoring i don't like i love oranges and i love orange juice but like something about when they take like the manufactured orange flavoring or the orange taste i absolutely hate it i i cannot stand like orange frosting or orange flavored anything love oranges love orange juice i hate orange like uh i don't know what artificial sweetener or artificial flavoring of orange that's how i am with orange yeah billy some good news last night braves beat the nats eight to two acuna and harris and Contreras, all three of them go for two rbis apiece arcia arcia added in the rbi last night billy he is homered in four straight games at nationals park it's five now I'm pretty sure that's five. Yep. And I want to check something real quick. Let me um let me go ahead and pull up the national schedule here. Oh, they are home. Dang it. Never mind. I was gonna say if the uh the Braves and Mets series gets rained out in Atlanta, maybe we should move this game up the Nationals Park if uh they're not gonna be there. Of course we can still do that and just play at opposite times, but um yeah, so five straight at Nationals Park for Orlando Arcia. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, Kyle- and 
speaking of that real quick, uh, Major League Baseball has been in contact with the Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets about their weekend series about possibly moving it. Uh, now, we don't know where or when, um, what stadiums they may move it to, but that they have been in contact with them already. Uh, don't worry, boys. I've already figured out where we are going to move it and how it is going to work. Uh, I said I was going to save it for Thursday. I'll go ahead and say it now um, because they might move it by Thursday. But uh, my idea here, Billy, is to turn the Mercedes-Benz Dome into a baseball stadium. Let's go. Oh, I, I think enough. we can do that, right? It's big enough. Yeah. 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 I think I can think we I think we can totally do that. Um, yeah, I think the, the plan is board from, is is tall enough. I'm pretty sure um, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a pop up that's gonna hit the halo board, right? I wouldn't think so. I mean, even if you do whatever, I mean, Tampa Bay has that, you know. So yeah, uh, I, I think the plan is this. I saw this on a couple places. I, now I have no idea. No, this won't work actually. I saw someone say the plan was to move it out to St. Louis and play in the Cardinal Stadium, but they're at home versus the Pirates this weekend. Um, so that won't work. But uh, I, I think if they have to move it, I think they want to move it somewhere to the Midwest. Uh, but I don't, I don't know where. So we'll, we'll just kind of watch that and see. You know, you don't know what that hurricane's going to do. You know, it's hurricanes are so unpredictable. They could go left, they could go right, they could strengthen, they can weaken, or they could lose at home to Middle Tennessee State. It's really hard to predict what hurricanes <laughs> are going to do. I see what you did there, sir. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Kyle Muller last night went four and two thirds, uh, two earned runs and four Ks. Great job out of Kyle Muller. I mean, that's that's he comes in uh, in a non-standard rotationary spot and does exactly what you want him to do. Goes almost five innings and only gives up two runs. That's awesome. No doubt. And having that, having him and um, Elder Elder. last night just yeah. continuously. Go out there and just pitch, man. Like, yep. give us good innings. And they're giving us good innings and competitive innings as opposed to what Jake Odorizzi is giving us right now. Yeah, he's he's terrible. I don't want him on the I don't want him on the playoff roster. Uh, and we're kind of treating this Nats series like we did the last time we played the Nats, where we rolled out three guys who weren't a standard starter and we swept the Nats. So, um, yeah. who's do you know who's starting tonight for us? No, but I did look oh. at the um, the probables for the Mets series, and we're throwing out our guns, man. Yeah, Freed, Wright, and Morton, and you yep. say our guns, and that's that's a uh, that's three good pitchers without arguably our best pitcher, or you know, one of our best pitchers. Yeah, uh, it was with no Strider, so oh, it looks like Odorizzi is going to go tonight. Um, so the Braves fall to the Nats tonight. Uh, <laughs> But Jesus we did Christ. we did wake up, Billy, tied for first place in the East. First place, baby. Let's go. Yeah. No thanks to the first base umpire last night in the Miami Marlins and Mets game, which we'll get to in another cup of coffee, who obviously had money on the Mets and tried to get them to win the game in the bottom of the eight. Uh, Dude, we'll get I, that went into bed, I went to bed in the six to three Mets. I mean, uh, Marlins. It ended up being four to six i believe last night uh yeah six to four mets mets lost but uh the first base umpire did absolutely everything he could to get the mets to push across the winning run in the eighth inning but we'll get that in another cup of coffee we wake up this morning tied for the series lead and we will have a chance as long as we take care of business tonight we will have a chance on friday saturday and sunday 
to come away with a series lead and put these Mets far in our uh, rearview mirror. Only seven games left in the season. Let's go. We need to make this happen. And I'm pumped. We've got seven games to completely dominate. And we've got one left with the Nationals. We've got three with the Mets. And then we got three with the Marlins. And I just cannot wait. What's the Marlins uh, situation look like for this weekend? Are they at home? Uh, The Marlins this weekend are... They are away at Milwaukee. That's an option. And the only reason I say no, that is not. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I want to play as little games down in Miami as I possibly can. The stadium is horrible. Hey, how big. about we play in Tampa? It's a dome. Play in the middle of a hurricane. Well, that'd be, hey. That'd be pretty unique. <laughs> hey, let's go, <laughs> let's go to a better stadium than Tampa. <laughs> you want to talk about a horrible stadium? Tampa is a much worse stadium than than very true. Miami. <laughs> very, very true. Yes, Jesus, man, come on. <laughs> hey, oh, why don't we go out to Montgomery? The Biscuits have a stadium out there. Let's play some Major League Baseball. That's going to decide a division in a minor league stadium. That'd be unique. That'd be very, very unique. Yeah, that'd be different. That'd be fun. I'm pretty uh, sure they're done with their season too. So, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Billy, the NFL had some crazy games this weekend. Let's go over our power rankings from uh, the NFL. One of the one of the oddest weekends in the NFL I can remember in recent memory. So many top teams lost. Uh, so a little bit of a shakeup in the NFL power rankings. Not a not a ton in the top two for me. Um, I still have Bills at number one, despite them losing this weekend. I still think the Bills are the best team. They're the most rounded team, offensive and defensively. If, Quint, if Ken Dorsey knew what he was doing at the end of the second half or the end of the first half and the end of the game, the Bills should have won that game. The clock management at the end clock of the game was, was horrendous. Gone off. Uh, and the fake spike to end the first half when you were in field goal range is mind-numbingly stupid. I don't understand that. You're the Bills. You're not, you're not the Jaguars who, in their own right, have been doing fantastic, but you're not the Jaguars trying to pull out weird trick plays to steal a win. Like, Kick the field goal. I don't understand that. Uh, and then at number two, I have another team that lost this weekend, the Chiefs. They fell to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this is a team I'm very confident the Bills at number one. The Chiefs at number two, I am not terribly confident with. I think talent-wise, they should be uh, in the top five power rankings in the NFL. But, man, something's going on out there between uh, Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes, and there's no Tyreek Hill. That offense looks odd. It, it's missing their cheetah. So I think they are going to fix it and figure out what is wrong with it. But that is definitely a team you need to watch out there that could start spiraling. At number three, back up from five, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, who remain undefeated. And one of the most surprising kind of developments over the NFL season. Uh, I thought the Eagles were going to win this division before the season started, but I didn't see them starting off 3-0. and And they have looked really, really good. Uh, at number four, I have the Rams. They were victorious this weekend as well. Uh, the reigning, I think this is between the two teams that went to the Super Bowl last year. I think this is, you know, the only team that has a chance to go back to the Super Bowl this year. I think the Bengals are dead. They have so many problems, so many issues that I don't think they can fix in season. Uh, so I think the Rams have a chance to go back and repeat, but I'd be shocked. Honestly, I'd be shocked if the Bengals made it to the playoffs right now with the way their roster is looking. Uh, and then at number five, we have a new team in the top five, the Miami Dolphins, undefeated, 
leading the division and beating the Bills this weekend. Uh, Tua, Tyree, Jalen Waddle, they have got that team going. And McDaniel down there looks like a fantastic hire. So it'll be interesting to see what Miami does the rest of the season. But if they can win that division over the Bills, man, that is a massive, massive accomplishment. So Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Rams, Dolphins are my top five in the NFL right now. So I've got the same top five. However, I might be a little bit swapped. Um, I've got Bills at one, Eagles two, um, Dolphins three, Chiefs four, Rams five. That's my that's my power rankings. Um, I much of the same reason. I think the Dolphins have showed a lot in their first three games, so that's why I bumped them up to the three hole. Uh, the Eagles as well. That's why they're in behind the Bills. I still think the Bills, regardless of their loss this weekend, are still the best team um, in in the NFL. And then um, Chiefs at four and Rams at, I mean, yeah, Chiefs four, Rams five. So that's where I'm sitting. Yeah, I like that, man. And one of the one of the most shocking things, my number six team, that team that not is knocking on the door is the team I razzed so much that I said I was going to get the number one pick. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville yeah, okay. Jaguars, dude. They have the they have the second best uh, point differential in the NFL right now. They look legit. So the only thing that was holding the Jaguars back was old uh, old Urban Two Fingers himself. Yeah. Hey Bryce, uh, I know we were supposed to do this on Tuesday, but uh, we're going to do this on Wednesday. Let's get to some audio fun. Uh, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm down. These three man. Ooh. All right, so. Bryce, you've become a play-by-play announcer, and um, unfortunately for you, you've had several games where there has been some lulls in the action where you just need to come up with some interesting topics to play. It happens. It happens. I'm still not sure what the hell these guys were talking about. You do know that uh, my feet aren't without hair. I grow very well down there. Just not on my face. It's really weird. Yeah, it is. It was weird that you would just bring that up. I'm saying it's oh. TMI, but I, I think we have an opportunity. You've got your pedicure with Tebow. Why don't you, you take off your shoes, show them? Uh, well, no, I'm not going to do that, Tom, because I actually started uh, an OnlyFans, and I'm going to be <laughs> selling subscriptions to that, thanks to uh, SEC Nation today and some interesting close-up shots of my feet. That'll pay for your pool. I'm an entrepreneur. What can I say? You know, <laughs> trying to hustle. Like seriously? Like, listen, <laughs> listen. So, some of these games, some of these games that are blowout. <laughs> some of these games that we're are blowout. Feet and OnlyFans. <laughs> are we serious? <laughs> you gotta come up with stuff to say. So talking into a live microphone. <laughs> oh, some of these games get, get they get blowouts, man. You gotta find stuff that's gonna entertain you. So, I possibly, probably wouldn't have chose uh, feet and OnlyFans to go with. But hey, I understand <laughs> trying to come up with different topics to talk about the past He's time. A... <laughs> I mean, I'll and I forgive me for not knowing who these guys are, but wow, like yeah. wow. You don't need to be forgiven. There's 6,000 different NFL or football games on every single week, and they pull anybody they can into the booth to announce them. And this was college. Yeah, so this um, is even worse. This could have just been two guys off the street. They pulled in to call a game on the, <laughs> the USB-C plus streaming service. 
All right, this next one. I, uh, this is what I live for. I live to hear random stuff like this on the radio. This was on the Boomer and Geo show in New York. And there's moments like this where it, in radio, I'll pull this behind, I'll pull it behind the curtain a little bit. There's moments like this called where a producer or an engineer has a dump button. And a dump button is essentially, you've got about an eight to 10 seconds spot before what's actually being spoken in the studio is going out onto the radio in the, in your car. So there's about eight to 10 seconds that'll happen from, from the time that it's said to the time that it's gone out. It doesn't help when this happens on live TV as well, because this is what happens when you simulcast with a TV crew. Snowball teams in Vegas had a parade yesterday for their champion WNBA aces. So that was kind of cool, too. And there you go. What type of turnout did they get? Didn't look bad. Really? No. All right. Good for them. A lot of people. Congrats to the Aces who beat our local team. Well, no, no. The Liberty is our local team. I was going to say the Mohegan Sun. Who'd they beat? Oh, they beat the Con. Uh, The, um. All right, deep breaths. <laughs> I took care of it. <laughs> I mixed the two words. I'm sorry. This is a good place to play my mistake. I apologize, Eddie. <laughs> I almost had a stroke. <laughs> I didn't say what you think I you, said. No, you didn't. But I it did was, not. It was close enough. I just. I agree. It was too close. <laughs> oh, buddy. That was a close one. I think he held himself back. I don't think he went all the way there, but that was a close one. That What's was very, so very close. What's so great about it, what is so fantastic about it, is the fact that they lost it right there on the radio. And I don't know who was it, who did it, but one of them snorted right into a microphone because they... <laughs> That's that's what the old uh, 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 who uh, Dan Orschlowski. That's the Dan Orschlowski. <laughs> yeah, the, the one, microphone there. One of them. One of them actually. As soon as the guy said it, the other guy took his headphones off and just walked away. You yeah. gotta throw that thing into reverse, baby. <laughs> toss toss that bad boy right into ver- reverse and see if you can get back there without anybody noticing. <laughs> All right, and finally, this one. Um, this one's not really audio fun. It's just audio, and you need to. This it's is fun. This it's is fun, fun. guys. Uh, Albert Pujols hit 700 home runs, and this is historic. And this is what happened. A swing, and there it goes. Left field, way back. That's home run number 700. Pujols hits a three-run homer, and he hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. 8.23 p.m. Pacific time. I love me some historic baseball moments, and that's it. When you've only got two other guys that have hit 700 home runs um, beside, besides you and, you know, Hank and Babe, um, that's, it's insane. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I think we've said this before, Billy. I, I feel personally 
that Albert Pujols is underappreciated by the masses. Um, I, I think what a lot of players do gets emphasized a lot more. Uh, like, look at the situation that is going on up in New York. Judges, and I'm not saying judges' quest for 62-63 isn't important. It is, and it should be celebrated, and it should be, you know, all over the news. I'm all in favor of that. I love Judge. But Which, I think Albert way, Pujols he's been on 60 for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, he's been in a he's been in a Matt Olson worthy slump recently, um, not not real great. But I I don't I don't I don't think Pujols got the coverage that he deserved in the quest for seven hundred, uh, and I don't think Pujols really in the past eight years of his career has gotten the publicity he deserves. I mean, I know he went out to Anaheim where careers go to die, but I just I just feel bad for him, and I think every everybody should be aware. Uh, at how good of a baseball player Albert Pujols is. Um, and he's yeah. one of the greatest of all times, arguably the greatest of our generation, um, just, you know, stats-wise and everything. You look at him, he's he's arguably the greatest baseball player of our generation. So, I, you know, I want him to get the appreciation and the praise uh, that he deserves. He and, in my opinion, his teammate Yachty, Yadier Molina, will be an easy first ballot Hall of Famer. Thousand percent agree, thousand percent agree, and there'll be two, you know what's out there that don't vote for Albert Pujols the first balloter because some 1832 player didn't get first ballot, but whatever. It baseball baseball Hall of Fame still remains the only Hall of Fame that matters at all in any professional sport. Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? A lot of green, baby. A lot of green. Mount Zion falls to Bowden five to, or excuse me four to three last night, um, in which Bowden wins the region championship because of that. That was essentially the region championship. Whoever was winning that wins the region, and Bowden ended up winning. That's so congratulations! Awesome. Congratulations to Bowden on on winning the region championship in softball. Uh, Bremen uh, beats Fort. Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe eight to nothing. Central beat Northwest Whitfield sixteen to three. Don't have a score for Lamar County at Hart County. Temple falls to Crawford County twelve to nothing. Villarica beat Chapel Hill four to two. Tory Wofford seven innings, two earned, six Ks, and Manny McGuire had a two-run home run in the fourth inning to put them ahead. Volleyball at Heritage, uh, Carrollton at at Heritage, we do not have a score. Central lost to Heritage, 2-0, and then beat Northwest Whitfield, 2-0. Heard County beat Lamar County and Temple, 2-0. Temple also beat Lamar County, 2-0. Villarica beat Creekside, 2-0, and Chapel Hill, 2-1. And that is your Marine South scoreboard. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar tonight for your Wednesday, Bowden's at Darlington at 5 p.m. Cedartown is at Carrollton at 5 p.m. And Hurt County is at noon and at 6 p.m. Guys, we still do not have an answer on the other eight schools outside of Harrelson County. Harrelson County will play their homecoming game tomorrow night at 730. Um, But that's all we have as far as our nine schools that have moved. Um, There has been a bunch of games that have been moved to Thursday night. We've heard rumors that the governor might make an executive decision, but from the looks of it and from the looks of the forecast, Atlanta's not going to get much on Friday night. It's going to be a lot of rain on Saturday, a lot of wind on Saturday, but not Friday. So 
hopefully we can get the games off on Friday and move forward. Billy, if I'm a betting man, which uh, everybody that listens to this podcast knows that I am, uh, I, I would assume that we are going to stay with Friday night games for the eight that are remaining in our uh, in our little area. Harrelson County had to move theirs because they have a bunch of homecoming parades and, and all this other stuff. Um that they had to account for more than just a football game. You know, they don't want they don't want the festivities to get rained out. I completely understand right. that. Completely agree. Uh, there were rumors last night on Twitter that Heard County moved their game to Thursday night. This is not the case. I talked to Shane Lasseter last night after I saw the rumors and said that hey, there's rumors going around they are moving to third Thursday. He said as of right now, uh, they are playing on Friday night. So um, look, follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're uh, posting any and all news we get about when the games will be played all over there um so follow us there bill you ready for another cup of coffee this morning man absolutely dude let's do it another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strong with robert goolsby real estate group the sun's deandre ayton says he hasn't spoken to coach monty williams since the game seven benching in the nba playoffs last year that's the best policy right there in my opinion just completely ignore it completely ignore the rift that was between Monty Williams and the Suns, arguably best player, and DeAndre Ayton, benching him in Game 7. Uh, ignore it and walk past That's going to work out just perfectly, I think. Yeah, I mean, you ignore the massive problem that you have with it. Of course, that's that's a great example to have. Yeah, all for it. Just stick your head in the ground and pretend like it did not happen. Speaking of the NBA, and, and this was something I, I, I saw on when I was looking for some audio. Did you see what... Um, Kyrie said about the uh, the Nets offseason. Oh, God, no. He called the next offseason a cluster F. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and during their media day, and he was like, it's just a complete total cluster F. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it might have been because, uh, you know, their main star, Kyrie Irving and uh, Kevin Durant, are, are morons. So, uh, yeah, they kind of did that to themselves. I can't stand Kyrie kind of Irving. <laughs> uh, Miami Marlins' Richard Blyer, only pitcher since 1900 with three box in the same at-bat, gets tossed versus the Mets. Uh, this is what I was talking about. The first base umpire had money on the Mets to win last night. He balked three times in the same at-bat and balked a runner in in what was one of the worst balk calls I think I have seen possibly ever. We're going to have to get our good friend Drew Wood on this and, and look at the video and see if he sees a balk, but I don't see a balk in any of the three balks that were called. It was three to six at the time. He boxed a run in four to six in the eighth inning. Uh, I believe that first base umpire might have had some money on the Mets either to win the game or win the division, and he wanted that run to get across as bad as he possibly could. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to see this. I can't wait to go watch the video on it. Richard Blyer and Don Mattingly both got tossed. Um, from the, from the <laughs> of game. course, Mattingly so, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the LIV Golf is nearing a deal to buy airtime to broadcast events on Fox Sports. Billy, I think you and I called this months ago. Months um, ago. Yeah. Uh, LIV was only on YouTube, and we were kind of racking our brains with who the PGA Tour wasn't in bed with, and Fox just made the most sense. And, yeah, I think I think we called this, like, as soon as the LIV Tour was announced that they'd be doing, yep. uh, doing events, so... Honestly, I haven't watched an LIV tour event since the first two. Uh, it, it's just not on anywhere. Like it's it's only on YouTube, and you have to, you know, it's just not easily accessible to people with cable. 
Um, so I think yeah, this and the is a broadcast, smart move. the broadcast got better after that oh, first one. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah. But that first one was rough. That was not good. <laughs> it was rough. It was, it was not good. The audio issues, the visual issues. It was um, it was it was worse than when Pat McAfee moved into the Thunderdome, and uh, you know that's, that first day. Yeah, the, the first, first day. day. The first day. So, yeah, moving to Fox, good move. Liv tour. And today in 1955, the first World Series color TV broadcast on NBC TV, Yankees beat the Dyers. And Dyers, uh, I believe. Let's see. When is, what was today? September 28th. Uh, our good friend Coach Jetmore was supposed to actually do play-by-play by that, but he was still in the middle of the Mississippi. Um, I don't remember if he was going north or south yeah. of Mississippi, but he was still in there paddling along. Yeah, yeah. He he only had like a can of green beans with him too, so <laughs> still the greatest. Oh. This is the greatest story I've ever heard in my life. He tells some of the most fantastic stories, and they're amazing. God, I, I want to get them all recorded, so just so I can have them and listen to them over and over again. Because Charles, each one Charles is Jeff more fantastic than that. National treasure. Oh, absolutely! That guy is that guy is amazing. He is uh, he is West Georgia's John Madden. The stories he tells are just uh, they're just fantastic. They're just amazing. You got anything else to add today, man? Nope, I'm good, brother. Sweet. Let's get out of here on a hump day. We will see everybody tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake it!